All the three readings of today have a lot of meaning, have a lot of depth, and they're all connected. But in order to understand the connection, we have to reverse the order. We have to first start with the gospel, and that would lead us to the second reading, which will finally lead us to the first reading. So let us try to understand the gospel first. We have to understand that this particular passage is part of the farewell discourse of Jesus. So it happens just after the Last Supper and before the Passion of Jesus. So he's preparing his disciples for what is to come. But they are kind of mixing up what is happening because both the two disciples who we hear about in the Gospel and the other disciples are very used to literal thinking. They are not able to understand symbolism. That is why for Thomas it is all about where are you and things like that while with Philip it is who is the father etc. They are looking at things in a very literal way and what Jesus is trying to get them to do is to go beyond that and see things through a symbolism which is to understand that everything that he's trying to talk about is about a foundation. It is about being rooted in him that allows them to face the future. And that is why they're all confused with hope. For them, they're hoping with certain things that should happen the way they have planned, and that's not what Jesus wants for them. He doesn't want them to hope in things, he wants them to be hopeful of things, to be hopeful of the future. And let us try to understand this a little more. While I was preparing the sermon for the, day, the homily, I was referring to a book that I like, which is a very different commentary on the Gospel of John. And in that, the author refers to a Greek author who says, do not be intoxicated by the taverns of hope or the cellars of fear. When I have neither, I am free. In other words, the problem is not hoping. It is when we hope for things that are not in our control, that's where we have an issue. Because we may be hoping for things to happen and when they don't happen the way we want, we crumble, we collapse. And the same is with fear. Sometimes we can be so frightened about something that is not in our control, we don't know what's going to happen and we can lose out on what we can do in the present and enjoy that. So what Jesus is saying is, be rooted in me because as long as you're rooted in me, you can be hopeful of the future because I am going to be with you in the future. And that's what he's trying to get them to see, a future that involves the presence of Jesus. And that's what he's trying to get his disciples to say, be rooted in me, be founded in me, because that will decide everything for you. And that's why there are so many important things. The first thing is, I am the truth, the way, the life. Then he also talks about dwelling places. He talks about the relationship with the Father, which is seen through Jesus and the Father being one. And then you also have the point of how Jesus says, where I am, there you shall be too. So which means when we are founded and rooted in Christ, we will always be where he is. And to explain rooted and founded or being rooted and founded in Christ, I like to use the example of the Chinese bamboo. There are different interpretations, but it kind of is true when I was searching it on Google. And they say that the Chinese bamboo seed is one of the most frustrating plants to ever try to grow. Because when the seed is sown in the ground, it will not sprout for at least five years. You can be watering it, you can be giving it all the nourishments, all the nutrients it needs, it doesn't sprout. But when it does sprout, it kind of grows around 80 to 90 feet in six weeks. 
and then they are trying to understand what is the symbolism here, what is really happening. While the seed may not sprout outwardly, it is already developing a network of roots from within that allows it to be rooted and firm that when it does sprout, it has enough connections to start growing and mature into something beautiful. And it's not only maturing into something beautiful, it is also very strong. And that's what it is with Jesus. The first call to be rooted is to allow ourselves to be stable in Christ. And to understand this further, we have two beautiful analogies given. One is of a dwelling place and the second is of a relationship. When we talk about a dwelling place, we look at it as a place of security. We always look at our homes as a place of comfort, a place of peace, a place of absolute connection with others too. Which means you may have a very bad day and you can come back home and feel secure. It may be raining outside, you know you can come back into your house and you are going to be protected. You may be working, having a tiring day and you come back home and you feel refreshed. Because the home gives us that sense of security and peace. The second thing is a relationship. Relationships, a good relationship, a beautiful relationship is also a source of security and peace for ourselves. We know that no matter what happens in our life, somehow the relationship allows us to face whatever is going to be thrown at us. Because I may have a difficult day, I may have a tough day, I have somebody who I can come back to who understands me and allows me to be who I want to be. And that gives us the strength when we have a good relationship. So while the dwelling place is more of physical security, the relationship reflects more of an emotional security. And both these are important when we're talking about being rooted and founded in Jesus. For him and his disciples, he's saying, develop this relationship with me that allows you to be rooted in me so that no matter what happens, you can always be hopeful of the future. Because you may not know what the future holds, but know that I'm going to be with you in the future. And we have a quote by Ralph Abernathy, which clearly states, I do not know what the future holds, but I do know who holds the future. And Jesus is always with us in whatever we do. So if this is the foundation we are called to have, this then leads us to the second reading, which is where St. Peter talks about being the cornerstone, no? the stone that the rejecter, the builders rejected became the cornerstone. And it's not the stone kept in a corner, it's the measurement stone. And a better way to understand that is to understand tiling. And I think we have some tiles over there and I've seen tiling being done. When the mason begins to start the tiling work, he or she will spend quite a lot of time to try to get that first tile properly measured. Because if that first tile is measured, and it's normally always the tile in the corner, then it becomes easy to do the bottom row. Once the bottom row is done, see the speed at which they will do the other tiles. Because something is in place that gives them a perspective, it gives them a lens through which they can now build the entire wall or put the other tiles on the wall. And that's what Peter is trying to call. When we are rooted in Christ, we get a perspective to life. We're able to look at life through a Jesus ethic. And the Jesus ethic is simply, I am the way, the truth, and the life. So we are called to look at our lives and see how do we develop the Jesus ethic. 
So one way of seeing it is to say, we are called to see ourselves and others through the eyes and heart of Jesus. That is the Jesus ethic. And that finally leads us to the first reading, which talks about more of the mission of the early church. They were all called to go forth and basically serve Christ through who they were and what they did. And that's what happens when we're rooted in Christ. It allows us to be present to people in a way that Jesus would. So through us, through our way of being with them, because we are founded in Christ, we automatically give them an example of what living like Christ is, and that's what captivates people. We become examples through who we are and what we do. And therefore, all the readings of today are calling us to have a fireproof relationship with God, or rather to fireproof our relationship with God. Fireproof does not mean that a fire will not come. It means that when a fire comes, you are ready for it. Being rooted in Christ allows us to be prepared for the future no matter what happens because we know that as long as we have Christ in the future, everything is okay and we will always be able to say yes to life no matter what happens. And maybe that's the grace we can pray for during the Mass, the grace to open ourselves to being rooted in Christ so that we are always able to face whatever is thrown at us knowing that at every moment, Jesus lives in us and with us. Amen.